This is the Monday, February 21st edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight, so settle in. We'll set you up in the next 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. With that being said, Aaron, today has to be one of the slowest days of the sports calendar. So we are, we stretching. are, we are grasping we are stretching. at straws right now uh, to put together uh, a solid podcast for the listeners. How are you doing? First and foremost, what did you? Uh, what was your takeaway from the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend? I thought it was... Uh... It was, you know, there were peaks and pits. The pit, I would say, was absolutely a dunk contest, which I think everybody can agree upon. It was just, it was hard to watch at certain points. It was like it, somebody just really dunked the ball. But I thought the three-point competition was really good. And then, of course, the game was, like, awesome last night. I feel like you can't go wrong watching all the stars play. Yeah, you know, for me, forever, forever in a day, like the slam dunk contest to me was, like, the highlight. Even better mm-hmm. than the game, better than anything – but slowly but surely, for me, it's it's starting to turn into the three-point shooting contest because I feel like we've seen everything. I, I just I think they need to change the slam dunk contest. It's, they yeah, it's become to too it much. Out. I don't know. Like they're make trying it, to get too it, creative. You know what I mean? Like, so it's harder. So so this is what I was I, I thought about this. I had this discussion with with some friends last night. Um, and that is like make it where like all right make it where like you like gymnastics, right? Where like, uh, like a gymnast has to do a routine, but you tell them everything that has to be in the routine. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, so here's your first dunk and you need a behind the back through the legs, reverse behind the back. Like you, and you tell, two tries, right? two tries. Yeah. 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 And you've got two <laughs> tries to do it. And if you don't do it, you're eliminated. But like, agreed. But like the NBA just like puts the parameters in regard to what has to be in the dunk, like, like, like they do in gymnastics. That's like, actually, I, a good I think, idea. I think, that would, I think that would make it more, more interesting. It but, needs to be quicker and it needs to be like, it needs to go back to the basics. Yeah. No, it's just crazy. It needs, it, needs, it needs a facelift, Aaron. It needs. Yeah. I didn't need to see, anyway. you know, the Tims come out. I didn't need to see this, all the theatrics. And then, you know, you're getting sixes across the board. Can't be doing that. So some, some big news out of the NBA all-star break. And that is Chris Paul uh, with the fractured finger thumb. He's mm-hmm. going to be out six to eight weeks, which means he's not going to play anymore for the remainder of the regular season, which is going to be a, about seven weeks. He'll be lucky. Yep. He comes back. It's they're aiming for April 16th. So granted, okay, here's the positive. The positive is 36 years old. He gets to rest his legs to get ready for the postseason. But there's a chance that he doesn't come back until maybe midway through the first round. And who knows? Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, the Lakers get in as the bottom seed. And now they have a first round um, matchup against the Lakers. AD's back, let's say. 
it could be an interesting scenario. Regardless, I'm still not yep. doubting the Suns, but what I am going to do is I think Golden State is only going to get better. You know, Draymond Green, Weissman is expected mm-hmm. back. Play, Clay is, is definitely turned the corner. So I think the Golden State Warriors to win the Pacific Division at plus 650 is really good money right now, especially considering with Chris Paul's injury. Yeah, I mean, Phoenix is six and a half games ahead of the Warriors. So I do feel like they have semi a cushion to kind of lean back on. I mean, CP3 is averaging 15 points per game, which is below his career average. I think if the Suns defense can, you know, keep them afloat, they're tied first in defensive rating over the last 15 games. And they have the seventh toughest schedule down the stretch. But at the same time, you have, you know, players like Aiton that have, have been honestly awesome. And then he's got great backups. Should anything happen to me, it's not like he's going to be overworked or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, I feel like we kind of keep talking about this. It's because we have to, you know, the futures markets and everything, but there's just so many hypotheticals. Like you had just mentioned, you know, the Warriors might get these player back. The, you know, AD might come back. Kyrie might be able to play every game in New York. There's so many hypotheticals. It feels like this season with big stars, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be intriguing, you know, 24 games remaining uh, until we kick off the postseason. So we'll see how that all develops. Also side note, uh, Steph Curry to win the MVP at plus 850. I, I don't think these odds are going to stay this high as the season continues, especially I do believe if, uh, if Draymond Green comes back, Weissman comes back, we saw Steph Curry heading into the mm-hmm. all-star break at one point in time, he was shooting 33% from downtown uh, his last five games prior heading prior to heading into the all-star break. Uh, that that elevated up to 44%. So he had his slump. He's on the uptick. So I really like, especially after what we saw him do last night, um, I really do like Steph Curry to win the NBA MVP at plus 850 right now. All right, let's take a look at what's going on uh, in college basketball because really, unfortunately, like I said, this is one one of the slowest days of our calendar sports (laughs) here. So with that being said, some college hoops is – uh, now's the time for people to really start paying attention to what's going on in college basketball, especially if you want to try to win your NCAA March Madness pool. You really want to get a feel for these teams. So with that being said, what are some of the games and what are some of the, the lines that you're on mm-hmm. heading into tonight, Aaron? So first game I'm looking at, Arizona State, UCLA. I like the under in this one. Now, you could have gotten it last night at 134. It's moved all the way down to 131 and a half. And that's actually something to kind of note for college basketball. These lines are available the night before, whereas I feel like with the NBA, you wait till the morning for them to be posted. Um, so you kind of do have to take advantage of it. I feel like a little bit more in advance than betting up to, you know, when the game's going to tip off. But I do think this is a huge number delay with UCLA. Um, so I'm going to focus on the total here. The last guy, last time these two teams met, you know, Arizona State upset them in triple overtime. So there was 171 points scored. But if the game had ended at regulation, they would have had around 124 to 25 points. That would the 125 would have gotten them one of the teams a win. But I just again think this is way too big of a number looking at under because you know Arizona State's their defense has been good and you know they made it clear in that game against the Bruins they held them to 37 percent from the field. They went or held them to five of 22 from beyond the arc. So I don't think they're going to be able to do that again. I think we'll see a better UCLA team in this, but I do think that considering that their defense is so well and they're not great in scoring offense. I mean, they rank 314th, averaging 65 points per game. Their shooting's not great. Defense is okay. So I just see this being an under game. Um, I, I, I like that. Uh, Arizona State, uh, their last uh, their last game, they held uh, the Beavers to 53 points. 
So I like that. But here's the thing. Do you have a scooter, by the way? Because I have a scooter. I love my scooter. Like I'm in, I'm literally, <laughs> no. I'm literally in love with my scooter. Like the, the one you stand on or the one that you sit on? No, the one this who sits on a scooter. No, you know what I'm talking about? Those little what are they called where you sit their Vespas, maybe? Where you kind of like it's a scooter, but you sit on it. No, I have a no, I have a standing scooter that I scoot around New York City in. A there's no way I would get on that. I'd be falling off left and right every other street. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna participate. (laughs) Come on. I mean, I I I can see you scooting around Philly on on uh no way someone will steal it from me. (laughs) <laughs> a, it, 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 it saves me a, a ton of money. Okay. That's first yeah. and foremost. B I've got a little speaker on it. I jam out. Nice. I love, I just, especially in the summer, I, you know, I, 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 I wear a tank top. So I get sun, I scoot around the city, save a ton of money and it's a boatload of fun. Anyway, where I'm going with this is Johnny Juzang from UCLA. He fell off his scooter. He hurt his hip. So, oh, that's how he did it. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yes. Were you wondering where I was going with this? So, yes. Um, I'm like, where is she going? Is she scooting <laughs> into a parlay? Like, where is she? So, so I mean, he's going to be a game time decision. Uh, jump on Arizona State right now getting 14. Right? Like, listen, they've had the Calm same down. starters. It was 16 and a half last night. You Oh, I, I, I see it at 14 right now, man. If you get it, yeah. if it's, it's 16 and a half, man, again, hashtag run, don't walk. You know what I'm saying there? Um, you know, slow start to the season uh, for the Sun Devils because they were dealing with a lot of injuries. Their last eight straight games, they have the same starting five. They're six, one and one against the spread. They play, they've been playing great lately. They've won three straight. They already beat UCLA once already this season. Like I said, they held uh, the Beavers to 53 points. So defensively, as you alluded to, they're playing well. And if Johnny Juzang, I like saying his name, uh, can't yeah. play because of his scooter injury to his hip, that this line's going to drop. So this is one of those lines, like, jump on it now, especially if he's going to be a game-time decision. Even if he does play, obviously he's not 100%. Any other, yeah, any no, other, college, any other college games you're on? I've been looking at Penn State, Maryland. It was PSU plus three, but now it's moved down to two and a half. So I don't like it as much. But if maybe if it goes back to plus three on certain books, if you shop around, I would grab that. Um, I mean, Penn State, they're looking to break, you know, their five game road losing streak. They're terrible on the road. They're, you know, one in six in Big Ten play when playing on the road. So I understand that, you know, again, they're on the road and they're not great, but you know, I think that they could potentially cover this. Their defense ranks third in the conference. They're holding opponents to 65 points per game just behind Rutgers and Indiana. Uh, they're top five in the conference for defensive rebounding. And they've held, you know, some pretty good teams in the Big Ten below their, you know, respective scoring average. And I I understand, you know, again, that how bad they are on the road. I just think that they could potentially cover this one considering the Lions are also 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games following a straight-up win. Um, I'm looking at the Ohio State University. Uh, they're only lane six and a half, and they're going up against uh, the Hoosiers, who have lost four straight, um, and they've been struggling as of late. Meanwhile, Ohio State, yeah, they lost to Iowa on Saturday, um, but they've won six of their last 10. They're shooting 52% from the field, um, and they've just been playing, in my opinion, better ball. So, uh, Ohio state lane six, six and a half. I'm also on Baylor minus five. They beat TCU. That was their last game. 72 to 62. They've covered 
on the road, five straight games against Oklahoma State. Uh, they're 22 in three as favorites. And, um, uh, you know, you've, you've got a, you've got a, a Oklahoma State. They have not been playing well as of late. They're one in five. So, um, so again, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the Sun Devils getting the points right now. Last I saw was plus 14. Aaron's saying it's plus 16, plus 16 and a half. Again, hashtag. Or sorry, no, no. That was, that's what it was last night. I'm saying it's like moving in favor. Sorry. Of, oh, it's um, moving. It's moving on. Fa- it's moving yes. in favor of ASU. It probably okay. will continue to do that. Yeah. So jump on it now. Uh, Baylor minus five and, uh, and Ohio State University at minus six and a half. Anything else? Nope. That's, that's a wrap for a very, very slow day. For me. I know it, it, it is a slow day Two two other, two other things. I just want to mention really quick. And that is uh, in golf. Uh, now the golf tour heads to Florida. It's time for them to kick off their Florida swing. The Honda classic is, is coming your way. I'll have some Honda classic picks for you a little bit later on the week on the podcast, but right now looking ahead to the majors, Patrick Cantlay is playing some amazing golf. So if I were you, I would jump on him to win Augusta to win the masters at 16 to one. Again, I don't think those odds are going to be as attractive uh, when, uh, when that time of year, April rolls around. Also, there's a great bet out there, Aaron, that Patrick Cantley is going to finish in the top 10 in all four majors. And you could get that at 50 to one right now. Wow. He's ninth in strokes gained on approach eighth in, in, in uh, strokes gained total on tour. He uh, again has just playing uh, like so more consistently consistently than any golfer and his game is just on tap. I've never seen Cantlay play as yeah. well as I have to start this season. So again, Cantlay to uh, win the masters at six, 16 to one for him to finish in the top 10 in all four majors at 50 to one. And last but not least, a really big story out there. And I'm Aaron, I'm all about the, the, the NFL draft. And I love going to mm-hmm. Indianapolis for the combine. A lot of, uh, um, agents are thinking about boycotting the the uh, the combine in regard to a number of, of uh, rookies because of uh, the NFL and, and and them trying to create this bubble in Indianapolis. So there might be a number of uh, of of college players that are not going to attend the combine. Nonetheless, that's a big story. Right now, you can actually wager who you think is going to be the number one overall pick. And Evan Neal, wow. offensive tackle from Alabama, you can get him right now at plus 150 to be the number one overall pick. As you know, Trevor Lawrence drafted to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got the number one overall pick. More than likely, they're going to lose Cam Robinson to free agency. To me, Evan Neal is going to be the number one overall pick. We haven't seen an offensive lineman go first since uh, 2013. I really do believe this is the year. There's so many great offensive linemen and defensive linemen, especially that are going to be taken early but probably none better than Evan Neal. So just a little futures bet there as well in regard to Evan Neal going first overall in the draft, again, at plus 150. So that about sums it. it up. Again, a very slow uh, Monday. It is President's Day, so hopefully everybody out there is enjoying. <laughs> hopefully a lot of you have your day off. Aaron and I do not. Uh, we'll be on bet <laughs> at 4 o'clock this afternoon, so make sure you tune into that. And also we'll be a part of Daily Wager later, later on tonight at 6 o'clock. Um, on uh, on ESPN2. So uh, we thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please do us a favor and uh, rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the podcast. It helps us out tremendously. And of course, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>